to Real People of Orange County, and I'm your host, Kimberly Martin. This show is a fun and informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. These are people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And welcome back. You are tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at KUCI.org. We are always available via podcast, both on KUCI's website as well as Kimberly Martin's website. I'm your guest host, Marie Stone. Kimberly is still gallivanting around France. I'm still jealous, but I'm still happy to be here. So, uh... Go Kimberly. I can't wait to I can't wait to interview her on this show when she gets back and hear about her incredible, incredible summer. But if any of you have been considering living off the grid, like within the last twenty four hours if that's come into your head to live off the grid. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> We're going to talk about that today. Um, I am incredibly excited to welcome Greg Smith, his wife Tori, and his son Wilson onto the show today. Greg is um, the uh, hot construction worker on the DIY. Uh, I know, right? Uh, Networks um, show building off the grid, and uh, Greg was the oldest son born into a construction family, which is the best thing that could have ever happened to him. Second to construction is his love of the outdoors. Together, these two passions built the foundation for his life. After discovering fellow outdoorsman Tori, he knew he uh, she would be his partner forever. They got married when they were in college, bought their first house, started a family, and then flipped their first tiny house, um, which was such an awesome experience that they flipped house after house and started helping others do the same. Uh, they put their kids to work on the project. They taught them plumbing and building and welding and all the stuff you need to know, all the stuff I don't know. Um, while working as a young inspector for the city of Los Angeles and a professor at nearby college, Greg had some time and became a national champion outrigger canoe athlete and a desert motorcycle racing division plate holder. Today, he is being an acclaimed off-the-grid contractor, regular contractor as well, with Tori, and uh, they're camping and traveling the world. Greg, hi. 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 How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm kind of jealous we're not in France. Well, I, no. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a given. But this is kind of like France. It is. If you look around the studio, it feels feels almost just like France. And we have a bottle of wine now. So <laughs> Atmosphere of a catacomb. Right, right. <laughs> Very much so. So Tori, who is here, I've known Tori for over a decade, which is weird since we're only like 29, but <laughs> Tori was born the fifth out of sixth children, dear God, um, spent most of her childhood in a treehouse building, sewing clothing and cooking on a coffee can stove. Of course, she had a real home, but nature has always been Tori's sanctuary. Her father was an artist and her mother was a creative homemaker who made everything she was taught to grind wheat for bread, make natural medicines, sew clothing. She's like Laura Ingalls Wilder. Exactly. We'll just put that on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, not content with what she found in stores, Tori started making her own school clothing, super Laura Ingalls Wilder-ish, which started her off on this creative path that she is still doing today. Um, and uh, so then Greg uh, wore her down for a date, and they fell in love, and... They've been living together forever, and they're married. They have these two awesome adult children, and uh, one of those is here with us today, Wilson. Wilson, I have no idea, except he's really awesome. I don't have a bio for him, so I, he's going to tell us all about himself. I wrote one, and I forgot it. <laughs> well, you know your own bio. So I'm a mechanic. Just, you're a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I like dogs. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Who doesn't like dogs? Right. Right? Yeah. Cat people. <laughs> just got a point there. Okay, so I'm going to let w Wilson. You um, you just got off a Skype call for another TV show. There's so much TV sh TV showing going on in this family. So tell us about that. Um, just a yeah, just a lot of TV action. It's all Grego over here wants to be on TV. I don't know if I'm a big TV person, but it's more fun than a real person job. So what's what's the show? Good. Oh, uh, build another building off the grid style show for. Can I say um, no, I can't. For a, for a big network, which will be very cool if it happens. And yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, we won't make you divulge any secrets that you'd have to kill us it's for right, later. I don't so have any information. <laughs> <on you. laughs> all right. So I introduced all of you. Maybe um, each of you can take a moment to talk about um, 
I don't know how you, why you love doing this off the grid stuff and, and just kind of make it a little bit more personal, how you got into it, what you love about it now, anything you want to say, get super close to the mic and talk loud and then we'll know. <laughs> um, we really, we, we have a construction company and we love camping and it just sort of worked out that people started needing off the grid buildings and it's fun. So tell me, um, how this all got started. They called you up, DIY called you up one day and said, you're the people for us. And I'll let Greg handle that one. Um, yeah, actually we have been working with a few different, (laughs) we've been working with a few different companies for a while. Um, but most recently was our DIY building off the grid. Uh, the cliff house episode is ours and we had an idea. Um, so we basically came up with the idea. We came up with the scope, um, and we put the whole project together, uh, and they were interested and they said, Hey, let's go, you know, let's go build it. The house was originally supposed to have been a cave build out that we were going to do, but the location that we found was just way too dangerous. So we yeah, had I th- to, I feel like I saw a video clip about that. So you were, you were out in the desert exploring caves is what I saw. And then you crawled in and there was going to be like a bear or something. Yeah. There were um, hibernating bears and floods. Yeah. This particular, um, this particular cave that we, uh, that we knew about, um, was, it was a a big old mine. So it was really a great candidate because it was, had a lot of volume and it would have turned out really nice. However, um, we had such a horrible winter that it, it was actually great to find this out. Now we had such a horrible winter that it was completely flooded out. Um, there was probably a foot and a half of water or so inside. Um, but we have seen wildlife and stuff in there in the past. So, um, maybe we built up a little bit of drama for television. You know, I'm not going to admit anything. There was actually a mountain lion dead like 200 feet away. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, the, um, the property that, uh, that my friend owns that we got to build on, uh, is just absolutely amazing. It's at the, um, southernmost portion of the Sierra Nevadas and, uh, they have they have remote cameras that they have set up to watch the um, the animals and stuff there, and they have bears and mountain lions. And Which it's, I just learned, it's amazing. I just learned the mountain lions are full size lions. I thought they were bobcat size or maybe yeah. like a coyote size animal. No, it's just it's, a lion in a mountain. It's a it's a regular like the zoo sized lion. That's insane. I know. I made me more nervous. nervous. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ugh. Uh, okay, so then that transferred into this um, cave project or into this cliff project. Yeah, so when we were looking at other places on the um, the property, uh, one of the places that um, the owner, that Gary really liked, he's he's our owner, um, had this really great view through this canyon, this draw. You could see this really neat mountain range in the background, mm-hmm. and it was it's it was the middle of winter, so there was snow on the ground and all this good stuff. Um, and so I kind of said, well, I, I really think we should do it right here. And, you know, we use the rock faces, the walls and stuff like that. And when uh, this can sound very, very corny because, you know, I'm, I'm building stuff and um, people don't really think of you as an, as an artisan when you're a contractor. But I wanted people to have a certain experience when I built the house. Mm-hmm. And this is what Tori and I always strive for when we design and when we build. We want different little like hangout areas, if you will. So we did the deck, we did the hot tub, we had the interior space, we had an observation deck, and it was, um, it's a vacation place, but it's also like a little adventure place. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we were really focusing on when we, when we designed it. So you're both architect and builder, and like, do you see the project through from total vision sure. to completion that yeah, we, i mean all of those are really different skills so that's we crazy. do design we do design build and i think you hit on it a little bit earlier um i i started off working for my dad in the construction company um i went on to work for the city of la as a building inspector i did that for about 10 years um i've also done crazy things like i was a union carpenter i built a lot of the freeway bridges around here um which was a little bit harrowing but uh you know i was yes. younger so <laughs> not quite as afraid as i am now of things <laughs> right right um and then uh, just the the mix of my construction background and our love of the outdoors just kind of was a natural segue. And for some reason, people want to watch what we're doing. So that's, you know, that's probably the the best thing about this is the icing on the cake. Yeah. It's sort of like being on vacation while you're doing these builds because we would be camping anyway. Right. So why not 
be at work while you're camping. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, however, it doesn't make for very glamorous television because <laughs> you go for days without bathing and your hair is gross and your You guys are out there. And, yeah. And then you have to be on television. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't really be glamorous. There's no makeup artists out in the... Not even close. <laughs> so you... Um, you found this uh, this <clears throat> space, and then you have to get all the materials there somehow, which sounds hard. That was very hard. Yeah. So talk. Yeah, talk about that. Time. Yeah. That's always our um, that's always our biggest challenge is making sure that we have prepared properly and that we have gotten everything out there. Um, fortunately, somebody I know is a commercial helicopter pilot, that is which fortunate. can come in handy. Um, also, when we go out and we scout locations. Uh, if we have a, um, a potential client who has thousands of acres, it's much easier to take a look at the topography and see if roads and stuff like that are actually going to work well in advance. And, you know, quick trip up in the helicopter with Tori will speak volumes. So that's, that's really awesome. Um, I, I think Wilson actually hit on this a little bit earlier today, too, uh, when he was Skyping with a major network. Um, one of the coolest things about working off-grid is just the fact that you're it. You have to, if you didn't bring it, you have to make it or you have to figure it out. You have to be pretty creative sometimes. Yeah, and that's what these two are best at. I mean, they'll, like, building furniture or if I need a part fabricated, Wilson can fabricate like crazy. Um, I, I think we're probably the perfect match because between the three of us, we all fill in the blanks on each other's skill sets. That's cool. So it's, yeah, so it's, it's a just good a partnership. It's a perfect uh, arrangement. So, Tori, I'm getting the sense that you are the helicopter pilot? I am. Good Lord. <laughs> Will the talents not cease? Do you have a helicopter? I don't have a helicopter. Okay. You um, just fly yeah. stuff in. Right. Okay. And um, it's pretty useful. I like to keep it also just in case Greg gets hurt. I can get him out of there or... Yeah. It's just handy to have. I think she likes to check up on me, just to make sure I'm really out in the wilderness. <laughs> right. She's your own private drone, right? I That's am. right. That's right. Don't look up. It's just my wife. Don't right. look up. Yeah, now I need to get a sky crane so I can take all of the building materials in. That would be the best. Well, yeah. I mean, that is probably the next best step because I don't know how you get all that lumber. Are, are all of these sites places that you can drive to? Most of them we can drive up to them. This, this last one was very hard we could get to a certain point and then everything had to be carried every single thing every board every down to the furnishings inside everything was carried yeah everything was hand carried to the side. we were brutal. probably about three or four hundred yards away from the actual build site and unfortunately you had two options you either came down a cliff or you went up the cliff from the bottom so oh, it was snowing and raining snowing and raining just yeah. muddy and a lot of sliding out and where physically is it? Where was it? Um, it's in the hills of Tehachapi. Okay. Keep going. Keep describing to me because I'm... Um, <laughs> it's south of Bakersfield. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, the, so that was it. You had to carry everything in. It was brutal. Yeah, that is so brutal. You and how big is the crew? How many of there are you? Um, well, You're looking at them. Yeah, yeah. We, we had this crew. And then sometimes we hire local tradesmen to do stuff with us. Okay. So... Um, we travel small, and then we hire people to come in. Gotcha. And we have another um, another guy who works with us, uh, Casey. He does all our plumbing and, and that kind of stuff. And um, he was there throughout the entire build. Um, he's and then awesome. He's awesome, yeah. Gary has a bunch of friends who would pop in and pop Gary's out. Gary's the landowner. Okay. Uh, yeah, our owner. So um, we, we had a lot of good volunteer, you know, like hands-on work. and That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So what were the biggest challenges? It sounds like getting the materials there was one huge challenge. That was by um, far the biggest challenge. Is there a lot of infighting? You, like, scratch each other's eyes out. <laughs> you know what? There really isn't. I think we're usually so pressed for time, and you just buckle down and do it. Do it. Not a lot of fighting. I the, key, the key to a happy crew is an ice chest full of beer, too. Mm -hmm. So at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon... Um, you're only going to get about another hour or so. So you open up your first beer and you start cleaning stuff up. And then 
you open up your next beer, and then and the camera crew starts drinking. Yeah, the crew has a beer, and, and next then, thing you know, yeah, we're all at camp hanging out. So soon you've fallen off the cliff. Fall off so you've fallen off the cliff. Yeah. Then the next day on the show, everyone has like puffy eyes and <laughs> right. Vaccaro voices. Right. So you, I mean, you have to really, you have to make it enjoyable. If it's yeah. if it's all just difficult hard work. Not Why get do anybody. it? Yeah. yeah, you're not going to get anybody out there. Yeah, and we always make sure that we have good food and you know fun stuff to do. And yeah, yeah so you're living out there, right? Are you in what? Like, how are you living out there? Um, this last one we did, we were in. Um, there was a little building on the um, on property the just down a road. Okay. Sometimes tents, whatever. Usually it's just a couple of weeks. It's, it's, we build a lot um, near hunting lodges. Oh, that's so there's smart. a lot of hunting lodges that I stayed in. And this most recent one with that cliff house, we were staying at a hunting lodge while we built a separate hunting lodge. <laughs> that's smart. A lot of tent camping. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. So um, then you're, do surprises come up? Like, you know, you get halfway through and you're like, well, this isn't going to work. Something, you know, yeah. I don't know. The roof is not right or the Yes, definitely. Well, I think our biggest surprise for the last one was that through the course of the project, I was slowly losing my mind. So (laughs) I think about the fourth or fifth build day. So the the way we do is we break it up through the course of a month and we'll have, you know, three or four shoot days and we'll take the week off and, um, I think I threw my wallet away Mm -hmm. the first time, threw my wallet away. Yeah. Uh, lost my phone. Um, I broke my truck. Oh, no. Uh, what what else did I do? Truck, we were trying to bring so many building supplies in in the biggest loads we could possibly form that we actually broke the truck from so much weight. Bro- yeah. A like, big, the, like the bed just collapsed right. onto yeah. the tires, yeah. and the tires just fell. Wow. A big three-quarter ton <laughs> um, off-road Ford. I broke that, and then um, I broke it another time, so a guy had to tow it down to Bakersfield, <laughs> and it had to get worked on, and then... The mechanic asked me uh, what the problem was. I said, well, it just won't come out of four-wheel drive. And uh, he said, oh. Lost your mind then. He said, oh, that's funny. Um, I said, well, you know, what What did you find? He said, oh, I just clicked it out of four-wheel drive for you. Oh. So I think it's just mostly stresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So the biggest thing is the contractor going crazy, I would say. <laughs> Everyone else is fine. Everyone else is fine. They're great. Well, and it's a lot of physical work, you know, and... I mean, we're not all 30 anymore. Well, you are, but (laughs) 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 someday you'll be 30. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. I would imagine doing this without cameras rolling would be a lot of pressure. Now you've got cameras on you. You've got, you know, Mm -hmm. elements, you've got no shower. You've got, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff to deal with. It's true. I think. Yeah. And you also really try hard to not lose your cool. Because there's right. a camera on you. Right. Right. Well, they probably like that, I would imagine. I know, but we refuse to give it to everybody, them. Everybody wants a little bit of, um, you know, of the, a little bit of the relationship dramas and stuff For like sure. that to come through. And I did kind of crack up a little bit one day when I was trying to get some stuff painted. And the, thank this, goodness they didn't show very this, much of it because it was not cool. Of all of the things that happened, huge things, huge problems with things. Oh, I need to talk about the boulder. Um, huge problems <laughs> with things. The, the thing that, like just broke him was we someone spilled a can of paint and i thought he was going to lose his mind of all the things that had happened that's the one thing that just made him like go it was the straw that broke the camel's back yes yeah it was just the timing was bad everything was bad on it um and the the thing is tom if you're listening um i loved so much the fact that everybody was up there especially um the guy who spilled the paint tom and he did such he did such a great job. He's just it, up there to be nice. To everything he did was from the heart, and so I was trying so so hard. And I hope nobody noticed really, but <laughs> it was just you know you you have to drive two hours to get a gallon of paint. Oh God, right? Yeah. Right. So Good you know, point. at the scale of cliff, then <laughs> scale cliff, then yeah, then right. drive two hours, and they're wolves. There probably are wolves, (laughs) mountain lions. (laughs) There was a point at the very beginning of the build, so the the basic framing had been done for the structure, and they had used dynamite at the beginning to clear out um, loose rock and stuff. So Greg had noticed at the top of the um, sheer, it's like a rock face, there was just a rock just perched just 
right wrong wrong position yeah and so he was like roadrunner style totally yeah Yeah. so he was so (laughs) worried that um this family would be staying in this lodge and then the uh, boulder would fall down so there are no cameras rolling which was the worst um he said i'm just gonna go up here and push this boulder down and i think it's just gonna like come straight down and like roll under the structure i'm like all right he pushes it down and it knocked the entire structure because <laughs> it was a boulder and it just oh fell and so, so we had a we had oh a day's God. worth that of didn't upset him. the paint upset no him. I, we had a day's worth of foundation it probably did a little lost. upset oh my <laughs> god it was so funny it, it was it, it was, was it was funny it was funny yeah, like the wood blew up so you pushed a rock into your house that's yeah. all basically is what <laughs> yeah. uh, this was this was the very beginning at at the foundation stage and we had only spent about half a day going okay. through there so um, we just reassembled. It wasn't that that big of a deal, but so funny. it, it was really like really expensive bowling. Exactly. It really was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it exploded. The camera missed all the best stuff <clears throat> because they they would try to film some. I, they did a great job. It, it, it was filmed well, but they missed all of the crate. There was actual drama happening on top of like kind of. They fabricated reality yeah. TV yeah. drama, and um, there was that with the boulder. There's another part where I'm trying to make a bunch of furniture out of just uh, the <laughs> steel bars, and I don't have anything except like welding gloves and a, and a cutting and a torch. That's not that's supposed to cut steel, not just heat it up to bend it. And there's this. I was literally running around <laughs> a shed trying to bend these with welding gloves that were on fire because I'm holding the steel <laughs> and the cameras behind me, like filming the filming somebody sweeping up like a pile of dust. Like, yeah, that was a good day's worth of work. I was like, I need something, please. Like, <laughs> and then the I love boulder. the image of you having your hands on fire. That's <laughs> literally just on fire. You can't drop it because then it'll catch the building on fire. Right. <laughs> And then the boulder one, I think when he literally destroyed the building with a boulder, I think they were filming a scene with like, like, hey, look, that that dog standing next to that horse. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) that is hilarious. Oh, my God. So you I think when we were off air talking last time, you were talking about building a house out into the ocean. That sounded super cool. Maybe That's for another episode. Oh, oh so I can't preview that. Um, I that's a cool. I can. Yeah. So um, this idea all came from uh, everybody sitting around having a beer after uh, the build one day, and we were all cold and miserable. It was probably snowing that evening, and um, I told the I told the crew. I said, "Look, um, let's pitch a show down in some tropical area, and I'll build a house underwater." So they actually liked that, and that one is – people are excited about it. It looks like that one's going to go, and um, now I just have to figure out how to build a They're house I was going to say, now you have to build a house underwater. Yeah, right. Good so, luck, Greg. So I kind of stepped in on that one, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Smith Custom Construction, currently hiring uh, aqua engineers. <laughs> so Google, give us a Google. We're around. We're, we're looking for metal two-by-fours. It's part-time. It's like 15 bucks an hour, 10 hours a week. Um, but you know, market's tight right now. <laughs> Fame is endless, though. That's right. Students, engineering yeah. students. <laughs> it is an incredibly cool idea. The other one that you were telling me about, I don't know. I'm probably telling all of your secrets on the air now that I'm not supposed to. But I'm afraid, um, I'm afraid someone's going to do these, so please don't. I was, share yeah, all right, right. Yeah, if you, if you can figure out how to build a house underwater, you go go for it. Yeah, go for it. Was the, the the, there was like a a, um, a funicular? A funicular, yeah. Yeah, have you the, built the funicular? We no, that's a great but, idea, um, too. So there's a, a river that just rises, and they can't build anything near the water because it will be flooded at certain points of the year. So we decided that building a funicular house, they could raise it and lower it as the water rises and falls. That's cool. Yeah. So I can't wait for that one. You guys are really out-of-the-box thinkers. I love that. And that's what we that's what this world needs right now are some serious out of the box thinkers. So if you could apply all these talents to <laughs> Well like a, you know, like I said affairs. before <laughs> right. I don't think that I don't think that um the three of us on our own really uh really well, I, we're all very individually talented, obviously, but um I think the three of us together obviously. are <laughs> are much, much uh much, much more talented. And when we put it all together we can really do some cool stuff, so and it's cool that you're married. I mean, 
that's I don't the synergy is just crazy. I I think the neatest thing about um, uh, doing all this doing all this building and stuff like that is the fact that you know if you if you have to go to work you're usually away from your spouse but if you can bring your spouse and bring your son and you know not kill each other yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and not lose your minds uh today we were joking about um the for the skype that he was doing interview they were asking how he learned how to do all of this stuff and he was talking about um so we would flip houses all the time and he and his sister would have to do they would have to come work with us so they had to learn how to do plumbing and electrical and stuff and most of it was slave labor because he was on restriction <laughs> or it was summertime. So he had no choice but to learn. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You are tuned into Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am here with the Smith family, Greg, Tori, and Wilson. And we are talking about building houses off the grid and flipping houses and um, living unconventional lives while you're married, doing all of that while you're while you're staying, trying to keep each other staying sane and staying married, um, which is a feat amongst itself, I, I feel like. Um, so talk about about you see, when you're not on the show, you're still doing the house flipping stuff. And if the market around here, we're all in Orange County. You guys grew up in Orange County. We all live in Orange County. Um, if you find the market and appetite for that still going strong, if the real estate market's still going strong for flipping houses, or if if we're better off moving off out the grid. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it, the market right now isn't so great for flipping houses. Um, and we mostly just do that for ourselves, just for fun. For fun. But um, our main everyday jobs are um, house building, house remodeling, restaurants, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, no, the market isn't so great for flipping right now. Okay. In fact, we're looking for duplexes out there if anybody's selling. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for buying houses, maybe. Better than flipping them, right? I, um, I think it's good for realtors right yeah, now. I think it's yeah, uh, yeah they're, the ones, they're the ones who are doing the best yeah. during this market. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are there little things that you can give listeners, like, if they're not so hand... Like, okay, I'm not going to build a house in the side of a cliff or under the ocean... But there are some kind of cool features that you could add to your house that, um, you know, might enhance your living space or... I, I'm i a super big fan of, um, well, you know, the sheds and stuff like that, the shed movement, but... Containers. The, yeah, the, like the adult um, <clears throat> clubhouses, if you will, or the, the adult playhouses. Um, if you have a yard and you have a little bit of extra space... Uh, it's really easy to assemble something that, you know, you could have your little tiki bar in or something and um, just have a different place to go sit in your yard and have a different vantage point. That's you know, a it's just, idea. it just gives you a different view and it's, it's just fun to be outdoors and yeah, do that kind of stuff. Yeah, a little yoga studio. Yeah, a little yoga studio, whatever you, yeah. Um, building container houses has been really fun and it's really great for off the grid building and it would work for your home as well. Um, you can load everything into the container that you'll need for the job, all the building materials and tools and That's decorating cool. stuff, and then it gets dropped there, and then you start working from there. I hadn't even oh, thought of that. That's a great idea. We're, yeah. we're talking yeah. about, like, cool. fo- like shipping containers off, like, shipping ships oh, yeah. that you ship stuff in. Yeah, that's oh, we're not talking about the, the, we're talking sure about the container <laughs> store? We're not talking about the container <laughs> store? <laughs> oh, I see. If you have the room somewhere for a shipping container that is the room for a house you can put you can make anything out of a shipping container yeah i always wonder about the insulation with that like doesn't get super hot it's okay i think i think the insulation you have you insulate from you have to do it from the outside because if you do it from the inside it takes space away from an already small area you can insulate from the inside. No, I mean, you insulate the outside I think so what, that you build out instead of building into the inside because it's already cramped. I think what right. Wilson's saying is like a shed roof or something like that, secondary, so it's kind of like under, under an umbrella yeah. or pushing it against a hillside or something to take advantage of. You build out, not in with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think my favorite thing for people owning homes is to take out all of the walls that you don't need. If it's not mm. a supporting wall Ooh, take them out that's dangerous you sound expensive or just start <laughs> just start throwing out walls film it you know you'll make some money off youtube when the roof falls in like you just like really open spaces yes just remember people everything is a bearing wall make sure you consult with your engineer before you start ripping your homes down <laughs> good advice paint everything white there's a reason ceilings are white it makes stuff looks big it, stuff looks bigger and if you're 
teenager wants to paint their room like red or something creepy, it'll give them nightmares. <laughs> so don't let them do it. That's my Did you thing. paint your room red? No, I didn't because they wouldn't let me because it gives you nightmares. Because my cousin, when I was younger, got to paint their room red and they started having nightmares. <laughs> and then when you were in their room, you were just nervous the whole time. Like, it's going to happen to me. But <laughs> I'm not even quickly. superstitious. It just felt like you were in like a weird horror movie. You're in The Shining. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I also think another one of the neatest things about. I um, the white paint, though. The white paint makes everything look bigger. Off you white. Always off white. Just an awful apartment. Like mine? It's white. <laughs> Paint all white so it looks bigger. Have <laughs> you ever been in the same apartment that's painted beige? It looks like you're in a tiny cave. Hospital. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to. <laughs> I, I think another thing, um, sorry not to get off track with the apartments. Um, I think another thing that I really like about working off the grid is that uh, you get to skirt the rules a little bit. So mm. this is probably the exact opposite thing a building inspector, a former building inspector, should admit to. But we repurpose and we change a lot of things and we use them not as they were intended or not as they're to be used by code. So, uh, for example, um, things are we, built to code. Just so you know, yeah, no, everything everything is safe. Everything is engineered correctly um, because I'm because I'm totally liable for whomever's going to be uh, in one of my dwellings. But for example, if um, we come up with a really cool water collection system, if we have a, a stream nearby or something, uh, we can build a, fit, a filtration device. Um, and we can get creative with it. We have testing sources so we can test the water to make sure that we're uh, clearing it properly. And, um, you know, we kind of get to engineer all the things that we want to on the fly, and we don't have to engineer, go to city approval. <laughs> go to, so, uh, so There's we get no to do, HOA. No. Yeah, so we get to get really creative with stuff and think outside the box. Um, so. Our friend on our team, Casey, that we were talking about earlier, he's a plumber, and he... Handsome devil, too. Handsome devil. <laughs> Bag of meat. Um, he is He's um, very creative and just he can figure out how to make something work. So That's cool. Yeah, there's some sort of plumbing in this. Office well, yeah, I hadn't, thought, I hadn't appreciated that. So you're often out where there is no electrical grid and there is no plumbing grid and there is no nothing. No. <laughs> right. Well, So you have to figure all that stuff out. The electrical right. stuff is pretty easy because solar. solar has come a long ways. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you don't have a water source or, uh, well, if you don't have a water source, you're probably not going to be building there because okay. most people aren't inclined to drag in their water with them. Right. Uh, if you do have a water source most of the time, it definitely needs to be treated because mm -hmm. just the animals in the area, things like that will, you know, make it prone to bacteria and stuff. So... Right. So because you really have to be on top of that stuff. Because of our lucky winter last year and all of our rain, yeah. it's really easy to find water right now. But we have to work hard figuring out if that water is still going to be there next yeah, year or right. five years sources. from now. Right. So that's, that's yeah. a tough one as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah, there's so many challenges that I wouldn't even think of because I wouldn't even change my own light bulbs in my house. So <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, – <laughs> do you have any, like, proudest moments, big achievements? Like, oh, my God, we did that. I mean, not the – tearing the house down with the boulder but the other the other <laughs> side of that of oh, oh my god look what we did so that was incredible one of my favorite things to, uh, did you guys want to no no go ahead okay so one of my favorite things to do sorry i feel like i'm hogging everything uh one of my favorite things to do is get complete novice personnel um and let them have like construction camp for a day and i i mean I've done this millions and millions of times, so it bores me to death. But when I get to see someone use a nail gun for the first time or they get to use a skill saw or they, you know, they, they create something, I see the smile on their face. And, you know, there's a lot of satisfaction that goes with building something. Yeah. So we, we took a big group of friends. Um, Wilson and I did this about four or five years ago. We took a big um, group of friends uh, who wanted to expand onto their hunting lodge area and we built a like a 600 or 700 square foot deck oh, in yeah. one day. Wow. So, yeah, so we had <clears throat> like five or six novice carpenter guys. And um, I, you know, I just kind of oversaw everything and just kept everybody moving. And, yeah, by that evening, we, we all started in the morning. By that evening, we were shooting clays off the deck. So That's it was, crazy. yeah, so it was a pretty fun accomplishment. Did you do all the welding for that crow's nest? Mm -hmm. Nice job. That was pretty cool. You had a crow's nest, like on a ship. We built, yeah. It's kind of, we built like it looks like a, like a big big lifeguard tower, <laughs> off the deck, um, to shoot the deck. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, off the deck uh, to shoot because we all shoot skeet 
Oh yeah, um, yeah. Just the clay discs that you clay, yeah clay them. pigeons yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, we put one of the launchers in the tower. It's also fun to like hang out up there, and it's all super it's scenic. Huge. It's gi- yeah, it's like a giant platform. It looks like a like a fire watch tower. That's like, so cool. Yeah, exactly. It harkens back to your treehouse days. Exactly. It's Tori's treehouse up at the ranch. Yeah. Have you guys thought of doing that as a show to build like a, you know, they have those really luxury, incredible, you could live in them treehouse things. That would totally be up your alley. I know. I would love that. I'd See, those, those treehouse guys are frauds and <laughs> someone else does all the work. So don't watch their show anymore. I, I, Only watch I, building a, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah, those guys do some amazing stuff. I'm with you. Those are really, yeah, really cool. Those are cool. Um, what should people not undertake? You know, if you're kind of, um, you know, not a construction certified construction worker, but you like to, you know, tinker around your own house, what should you not undertake on your own? Electrical. Electrical. You'll die. (laughs) You'll die. (laughs) Like there's no way around. And everyone doesn't realize it's dangerous because you can't see electricity. Well, you can, but if you can see it, then something. Then you're really really gonna die. Yeah. 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 But people be like, oh. This light bulb's broken. You stick a potato in it, and that gets out broken light fixtures, and then you just like explore your pacemaker. Okay, so like you, you'll die. Don't do electrical or plumbing because then you'll get mold issues and like total your house because you made some water leak. Plumbing's a little less dangerous. Plumbing's easier. You're not going to die, but electrical, you'll die, and it's going to hurt the whole time you're dying. I never do any of the electrical. You'll just die. Yeah. Um, Hire electrician. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I would say uh, don't. purchase uh power tools especially saws and things like that if you haven't had any training with yeah yeah because um tool rentals tool rentals at like home depot you can can rent like i'm pretty sure you can rent a table saw you can rent anything yeah you can rent anything yeah that's how johnny cash's brother died he like belly flopped on one because he didn't know how to use one really yeah table saw and where do you go to learn i mean if you want no that's crazy that's how johnny cash's brother died oh all right. <laughs> Google it. Maybe. Yeah, Google it. To, you know, Google how celebrities' brothers died. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about John Favreau's brother? <laughs> Boy. Um, which brings me to the next question: Is how how you learn all this stuff? Because is there, you know, do you come to UCI and you get your degree in construction management? How did you learn it? I think there are guys next door who are learning right now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right outside the studio. That's true. They're um, building a shit. They're building an ark. <laughs> I think they are. Except his English major didn't help with uh, Maybe they know something consulting. we don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I grew up in my family business. My dad was a general. My dad was a general contractor. He This is actually the 50th anniversary of the company that my dad started in 67. So pretty That's proud really of that. That's really cool. Um, having said that, uh, you know, I was slave labor, just like my, just like my kids were. I was free. Um, I was I had two hands, so I could carry stuff. And fortunately, I loved it. Uh, my brother didn't care for it as much, and he he took a different route. Um, but I just I really had a good time building things, and really got a lot of satisfaction out of it. When I got a little bit older, I realized, hey, this was a pretty good way to to make a buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if I want to be able to buy a house, I'm going to have to buy something that I can fix. Right. So it all just it's very transferable skills, and and I just I really loved it. That being said, I'm very hesitant to let the kids use Wilson, um, Libby. Uh, I'm very hesitant about letting the kids use saws and stuff like that, simply because I think they're so dangerous. I shouldn't be. Still, still to this still, day. Still as a dad, still I want. Even me, Wait. even like a radial arm saw. He's like, oh, I don't know. I think maybe I should. Still as a dad, I'm. I'm like. Yeah, I'm like an adult with my own industry. <laughs> like, a, to, like yeah. a, And he's like, I don't know about the table saw today, son. It's like I don't. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I drew what we're building with this table saw right now. It's the it's the the mama bear in me that takes over, yeah. but. Uh, well, and you've probably seen things happen. I mean, when you know what can go wrong, and you've too seen many. it go wrong, and you know, too many. He, he learned from his father, who I think learned from his father. His yeah. father had a coworker. Oh, we yeah. cut we his had fingers a... off. Was it three times? Like this? Like it was like the same fingers. The same fingers. There's the same yeah. fingers multiple times. Oh. <laughs> he was like, I'm just going to hold this piece of lumber with my hand while I cut. Again and again and again. The same ones. The same what? Was it two times or three times? Um, It was like these two. It was the two little littlest fingers and then like half of the half of your middle finger. You'd think they'd be shorter by that time so they'd be harder to get to. (laughs) I didn't back on. I saw them like two days after it happened one of the times. They literally just had like nails down the end of his fingers and just stitches. It was like, oh. Like Edward Scissorhands? Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that will turn you off of a table saw. That's true. (laughs) But that being said, I encourage everybody to take classes, learn how to do these things, because you can not only save yourself a lot of money, but you might find out that, you know, hey, I really enjoy woodworking or I really, you know, I really enjoy whatever, maybe. I know that in Newport Beach, my sister's husband belongs to a group where you pay a monthly fee. That's no longer around. Oh. Yeah. Most of that stuff is at junior colleges and stuff like that. No? Yeah. Well, he, you paid a monthly fee, and there was a huge workshop, and it had tons of tools, and you just went in there, and they showed you how to use the tools, and you could use their tools to make Those things. are around. They're called maker spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing still. Like I think gallery. it's most, I think it's just recently. Oh, thing, just yeah. the one in Newport. Well, yeah, but gone. that was okay. cool. The, the, I don't know. I don't know how many they are. I know they have them in, like, big cities. Yeah. But I saw I one... This. Uh, my friend sent me a video of him messing around in one, and I think he's in like Ventura or something. They have like a 3D printer with a computer there, and then a guy who will tell you how to draw stuff in CAD for your 3D printer, and then just everything. I don't know. It was pretty yeah. cool, but that's still a thing. Yeah, and you can find it. If you want to do it, you can, hmm. you can, you can find, find one. Or yeah. just buy like a Dremel and some blocks of wood <laughs> if that, if to get it out of your system. Right. <laughs> I made a hat. <laughs> I made dust. I made, yeah, dust. I made a bunch of dust. Can you make me armrests for my Prius? Oh, Gerbil. I gave myself mesothelioma. <laughs> gerbil shavings. I made gerbil shavings. I love this. Uh, you are tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am here with the Smith family, and we are doing, D. well, they're on the DIY network. Can you give a plug for the show? Because you have to find, um, yeah, um, find it's on, the show. It's on DIY. The... Um, show is called building off the grid and our episode is called cliff house That's so fun so yeah so there how are, many episodes are there uh we just did one oh, okay. um but i would say they're probably about 10 or so different building off the grids with okay. different contractors gotcha. who are not nearly as talented or as good looking or no i'm that's kidding. true or you know they are not so, as talented although there was a really cool one in the middle of um I don't know where they were. Maybe they were in Alaska, but they were building like this mud house and sticking. Did you see the one with barges? Mud hut. Mud hut. Yeah. There was one with this dude who just welded two barges together. Like so much Mm -hmm. more legit than us. Like, (laughs) you guys are so cool. You built a house on a cliff. And there's another one where it's literally like one dude and like his like drunk brother. And they're like, (laughs) they're like in Alaska, just like, we got these two barges. So here's my house. And he like welded two barges together and made a house on it. Oh my God. But anything, <laughs> anything in Alaska is cool. Yeah, I well, mean you know true. that. Yeah, that's that from reality TV. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so the show is everywhere. You guys just did the Orange County. Well, you weren't in Orange. You didn't build in Orange County, but yeah, we did. Orange we County. got to do one episode. Um, the but fortunately, elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. State. Yeah. Well, fortunately, this is um, it's it's a really good kind of show of our talents, which is neat, and it seems like it's kind of progressing to other things so we're yeah. we're pretty excited about doing more of these and do people see you shows. and then they're like i want you to build my house and then that uh, that happens a, in general just for a regular construction company yeah i'll bet yeah we've had a couple we've had a couple of those um but you know first of all you have to have the property you have to have <laughs> <laughs> so right sometimes you're a little further away from building than you really think you are you can't so. build it a cliff house on the back of like a two bedroom in Nellydale. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't do that. But if you have a condo, no, that would be cool. So, how many houses of your own have you done? How many houses have you built, kind of from you know, for ourselves? Yeah, for yourselves. Maybe six. Flip. Yeah, flipped about six. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like you were in the same house. I mean, I knew you for a long time, and it felt like you were in that same house for a long time. So this was. Uh, we we were. That? We sometimes just do it outside of our house too, just oh, gotcha. and fix and sell. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. The house was magnificent by the time we sold it, by the way. The one that you... It was magnificent. Well, it was magnificent when I saw it, and that was like oh. 10 years ago. No, <laughs> so. it wasn't then, but it was so great by the time we sold it. Oh. I almost didn't want to sell it. And do you guys do the landscaping and mm-hmm. all the, the, the vision for the gardens and all mm-hmm. of that outdoor spaces as well? 98% of that house's aesthetic appeal was me being grounded uh, like, oh, you got bad grades. This is what you're doing for the next two months during summer. That Shoveling was a, gravel. Almost all of it. Uh-huh. Like most of what you could see from the street. Like 10 years ago, it was just like a teenage boy doing it. Just like, yes. 
Thank God, thank God my son was a horrible student. <laughs> right. Otherwise, who knows really what the house would have looked like. Right? We would have had weeds everywhere. That actually leads me into my next question about what prepares you the best for this job outside of just knowing how to weld and build. I guess it's being bad in school is one thing. <laughs> being bad in school helps. That's it. But what, like, psychologically helps, I mean, you know, because there's a lot of, um, as I'm thinking about building this house out in the middle of nowhere, there's a lot of psychological breaks as you were talking about you kind of yeah. got broken down um but what kept you what kind of inner resources do you draw from that that helps you um resilience or sort of seeing the bright side of things or sort of, you know i mean it, it seems like i would encounter my first problem i'd be like well that didn't work out so <laughs> <laughs> um well i think just pretending that you are camping is the biggest thing and you just happen to be building something while you're there the other thing is so keeping it fun like pretending you're on vacation while yeah and um people are counting on you they have something that they're waiting for and can't wait to use they also paid for it and they've paid for it so you (laughs) uh you 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 feel like you just you're able to do it you just keep plugging along so you're on vacation, but no, there's a lot of pressure because you're, <laughs> you're so not on vacation. <laughs> That's what we do anyway when we go camping or even on a regular vacation. Um, we always find something that makes it harder. <laughs> I don't know why. We never just relax. Well, the, I think the thing that a lot of people miss is that um, if if you don't feel like you can complete something like this, don't even start it. Because mm. if you're taking the right, the wrong mindset, excuse me, from the beginning, you're going to fail. Mm. Um, and I think that's probably why a lot of people don't do this. Like I said, um, it, we were two hours away from any material that we may have needed, which meant everything had to come up with us. Otherwise, we were going to lose four days of building. I mean, forget about making a TV show. We were going to lose four days of building. And four days of building for us was key because we had a deadline we had to meet because the owner's um, family had a big camp out and stuff like that. A so giant set of... I don't know the terms. I'm not a meteorologist, but a gigantic like storm system was also coming oh, in, wow. and it would have been snowing into an open building. Oh, so you were really so, under the clock. So it was real, really. It were. wasn't like this needs to be done because well, it's TV. It was like it needed needed so, to be done. Like it would have been a real issue if it wasn't done on time. So in addition to that, this was also built at the time. I think it was uh, mid in mid February when we were having all those crazy storms. Oh yeah! So yeah. most of the roads that we were able to take up at the beginning of the show all got washed out. So we actually got to a point where we were having to drive two hours out of the way to circle back around up to like Lake Isabella area and then backtrack to come back down to where we were working. So and, and the crews would come in the camera crews. Um, and a lot of them don't even drive. They're from New York, not driving at all. And they would have to get a rental car and drive in. And at first, they were having to drive across roads that were flooded. Then the roads got washed out. Then the roads were just gone, and they had to drive around. So that was that was very difficult. Yeah, That's and we insane. had to we had to do this for five different five different periods. So about twenty days altogether. We were also building this as a side job on top of our normal person. Yeah, yeah. on top of our re- regular. Um, builds that are going yeah Smith, Smith custom was running I had to drive home to be back to work uh, one day driving home by myself I start a five hour drive at five in the afternoon so I can be at work at six in the morning the next day and I'm in her car because the roads are so bad my car can't get up there cause it's like a it's like a little, like tuner car but yeah, I like for the audience. What's a tuner car? Have to, what is a tuner car? Like son? if you <laughs> see kids street racing each other, it's like it's one of those. Yeah, but they're the guy the you hate on the freeway. He's not yeah. to drive he, up he, there. He, yeah. Yeah. don't like this like one kid that lives in your neighborhood and he's always doing donuts and stuff. It's the same car. Same car. <laughs> There's yeah, yeah. one. Everyone knows the. Every car. neighborhood has a tuner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but I'm in her car. And I feel work the next day, and I roll up, and the road's washed out, and there's a Caltrans dude on the other side. Because it's bad enough that they're trying to maintain the roads, because it's all public roads, but they're just like, meh, right. happens. No one's driving Stuck. here. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so I'm in her car, and I just have to try to, like, send it across. Like It was, like, like probably, like, 50 yards. Eh, no. Like, 50, I don't know. Bunch <laughs> of water, too deep for a... 04 Honda Element with 300,000 miles on it to roll through. <laughs> that, yeah. And then I got 
kind of stuck. And then the Caltrans dude pulls me out with his truck. And and it was a whole situation. And then I start the five-hour drive home, oh like, through God. L.A. at traffic time. So, what, so what's your, like, internal monologue while you're doing all this? Like, well, You can't curse on air. So. Right. No, don't do that. <laughs> right. Thank you. Right. <laughs> but that is your internal monologue, not... Oh, what a great adventure. I'm fueled, like. yeah, just by anger the whole time. Okay. Like, we're doing great today. It's like, I want to go home. <laughs> Dang it. Sometimes there are so many obstacles, you just really <coughs> do have to laugh. You think, well, whatever. It can't get any worse, and then something else will happen, and then it makes it funnier because you didn't think anything else could happen, and then... But it it does. It so does. pushes a rock down a mountain into the house you just built. Knocks over everything. So you guys, um, you kind of live unconventionally too. Like right now, you you sold your house and you're just camp. You're citizens of the world. We're citizens of the world. We we actually live in a duplex, but um, we finally realized we've just been free and easy for the last year and a half. So Couple we years, need to yeah. be grownups again and just <laughs> buy a house again and be grownups. But it was I'm so, sorry. But it was so fun sucks. doing what we were doing. God, so. so fun. It's so fun. So easy. Not Owning a home? Oh, my God. It's so fun. I know. I look at your lives, and I'm like, I don't know. You, you guys are just the cool college kids that are still the cool college kids that I hung <laughs> out with. And I'm like, they just do the coolest. They just have a cool life. Thank you. you. Know? And you do all the adulting stuff, like raising really incredible children. Like, you're doing it all. And while maintaining that cool thing. And well, Once your kids are older, it's a free-for-all. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's true. Right. It's nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, you thought your your college days were fun. Wait till you're an empty nester. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've, like, passed out in the gutter. I mean, I no. I like, pick them up from concerts. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Hey, can you pick me up right now? Uber's not going. I've worked. I feel like a parent. <laughs> I have worked tomorrow. His parenting skills are fantastic, are fantastic. by the way. Yeah. I'm already in. I'm already in. <laughs> you know, sweatpants are on. Watching 60 Minutes. Is 60 Minutes still on? I don't know. <laughs> is that a thing? Matlock. You're watching yeah, Matlock. Matlock I'm reruns. watching MASH. Eating Triscuits. <laughs> we are out of time. Woo! How did an uh, where do hours you. go? I know, right? Thank you guys you were fantastic. Us. Stay in school, everybody. No, don't go to school. I didn't. This is the opposite of what I've been saying. Yeah, leave people, leave people with a little life advice. Why don't you leave people with a little life advice? This is my life advice. We told our children, do whatever you want. Just do what makes you happy. And then I don't think I would go that route now. I would shame my children and be like, you're going to be an engineer. And then every second of their life would be forcing them into what I want them to be. I would say, you know... If you don't want, if I am not a school person, and I just, if you're not a school person, don't just deal and just have a terrible time forever. Just get good at something else. I, I'm, good, <laughs> I'm a good, good mechanic. So it's like, mechanic. I, like in high school, I was like, eh, I like cars more than schools. So that's actually really great advice. We got to run, like but school, we that's really great advice. People. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't put yourself in a, I mean, there's enough people going to college, as we all know now. So if that's not your thing, don't. I'm not saying Virtual. college is bad. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know who you are. Right. I wouldn't make it. I know I'm not a college person. Even if I, if I tried really hard, I'd, it wouldn't work out. Right. Life advice, Greg, and we got to run. Um, yeah, actually, I got this from Wilson a long time ago. I was worried about something that I was trying to do or wasn't trying to do or what have you. And Wilson just said, well, why are you worried about it? Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Whatever you want to do. Love it. Do it. Love it, love oh, it. I, rubbing alcohol takes Sharpie off. <laughs> yeah. Also good life advice. <laughs> you guys, you were awesome. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, Maria. Thank you. That was Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We'll be right back here with you next Thursday evening. So until next time, thanks so much for joining me. Have a great, great week. 